artificial intelligence control. We can pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, what is today? Tuesday? Is today Tuesday? Today's, today's Tuesday. Oh, my What's up, goodness. Greg? Today is Schmooze Day. Yes, uh, I am driving into work, and it is fucking miserable. Oh, uh, <laughs> is it snowing there still? No, it's rain. It's rain. Oh, that's Straight good. up rain. Yeah, so today I woke up, and uh, it was nice and cool outside. I actually threw on my heavy jacket, which I don't normally wear. Put on my... Uh, taller shoes because there's puddles a little bit here and there uh cloudy it's just uh you know it's just it's that time of year you know and uh, i don't hate it uh, i wish i saw some snow though i know you got a little bit of snow the other day um and i wish oh, yeah, i would have seen it i miss the whiteness of the snow you know what i'm saying i don't think we're gonna see snow a lot here well i'm hoping you guys miss out on that fucking uh what was that that uh electrical grid thing that went up last year oh yeah Remember yeah that? yeah oh yeah 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 who knows I don't know. It's like uh, it's kind of like a game. It's like, are we going to deal with it or are we not? It's like life. I'm fine. I got a generator on my trailer. Yeah, he's got yeah. the generator. I might. <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I think having a generator is obviously, regardless of whether you live in a trailer, yeah, uh, is a it's smart like move. Anyways. A good idea. Yeah, because you never know. You yep. never know. I'll be right. I'll be right back, guys. Right. Okay. Uh, so today, guys, we have, so Greg again. He's on. Uh, he's doing driving on the into road work. Again. He's on the road, uh, and uh, we're super stoked to have him. Uh, and this, listen. To be to be honest, it's awesome that he's willing to do that. You know what I'm saying? Making it work like that. I like it. I like it a lot. Because driving and talking, tough. But he's, I think he's got yeah. one of those air pilot. He should just he helmets. Should, he needs to take a picture of what he what he has what his setup. Because yeah. I do you think it's like a bit a big monstrosity of a thing, or you think it's one of those little tiny things that tucks in your ear? Well, I mean, stuff? the big monstrosity of a thing would be cooler uh, because I feel like I, I'm sorry <laughs> if you use them, but I feel like those little tiny things. Every time I see one, I'm just like, you're either like a tow truck driver or a turd. I mean, there's like or two, a turd. Yeah, there's like two ways to look at it. <laughs> Because uh, how many people you don't see people use those? Remember, there was a minute there where truck everybody used them a lot. Truck drivers yeah. use them a lot, and to be fair, uh, I see why because you're driving on yeah. the road, and and that makes sense. But uh, Bill and his BMW, mm, mm. yeah, I just feel like there's so many like got to get that work done. No, I know, but yeah, cars have that stuff built in now, and you don't need it anymore. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can just it goes through your stereo, you have your conversation. Well, unless you're driving a classic, Dave. Dude, you could still get Bluetooth in that bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you don't want to do that all the time, dude. You don't need, need to update cars right. like that sometimes. Well, listen, even like I got the Blazer and I'm going to be, I, I don't have a sound system at all. Yeah, but that's a Blazer. It's still a classic, bro. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey. A classic? Classic. Chris is, uh, I don't know what Chris's definition of a classic is, but 37 years old is probably Before classic. 70. Oh, you're still on that no. train? Okay, boomer. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, at some point, guys, believe it or not, 80s are going to be classic, and 90s are going to be classic, and no. 2000s are going to be classic. And you, nah. you say that. Dude, I'm, here, I'm hearing uh, Nickelback on classic rock right now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it's fine. You can be stuck in the past. That's cool, too. I like old stuff. Uh, I prefer old stuff, to be honest yeah. with you. If it was me, I'm, I'm with Chris on this, honestly. I, I like the 50s, 60s, 30s. I, I think that's just the... That's the prime of vehicles. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, but let me ask you guys. Since we're talking about cars, let me ask you a question. What happens if you keep your car running and they start filling up your gas? Nothing. nothing. Okay, because I had my car on this whole time and they were pumping my gas, and I'm like, oh shit. No, um, it's the, like, the only thing you'll get to see is your gas gauge go up. Yeah, oh. uh, <laughs> honestly, they don't <laughs> okay. like it. They don't like it because uh, vehicles running like the yeah. Heat, if, there, if there's, if there's spark, any kind of sparks or yeah. if a, a yeah. gas gets on anything hot, then it would. But I would, fire, I, but. I would venture to say that you just touching your cell phone or like static charge. Oh yeah, static, cause a fire. static isn't a Yeah, you, you got cloth seats in your car. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude? I remember. I remember that was a big thing back in the day. Yeah, yeah, uh, and for whatever reason, me and Chris. We've been shocking ourselves like a mother effort in this yeah. in this room. The past like two days, everything we touch is like like we're literally oh, dude, like superheroes. It's, it's the change in the weather. It probably is, uh, but it's, I, I like yeah. the superhero explanation better. I think we're yeah. we're gaining powers. Oh, yeah, man, I feel electrified. <laughs> I feel vibrant. You know what I'm saying? I got some well, energy you know, in me. You know what that means, though? You got to go have sex with your wife now. Oh, that's the best stimulation ever. Right? Sure, man. And I just go, you know, like, yeah, I glow. It's like a nightlight. You know, when you want to shut the lights off, like you can't because I'm electric. You know what I'm saying? 
I glow, <laughs> baby. I think it might be it might be pleasurable for the wife, but painful for you. Yeah, that so might be the case. Have, you can't have pleasure without the pain sometimes. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, I guess to an extent. Uh, it depends on how much, but uh, yeah. I prefer no pain. Uh, <laughs> I, I think just pleasure. I don't, I don't is... know if you guys. I don't know if you guys heard it, but I just did the slither sound that Hannibal Lecter did from his jail cell. I did not hear it. <laughs> our, our <laughs> apparently our gate just shut that down because it's like not 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 loud enough, not good. <laughs> uh, guys, go. we have uh, some real fun topics today. Some interesting stuff. Uh, but before we get started, guys, pardon my American.com merchandise. It is the holiday season. What better gift for your little stocking or for a present under the tree than a hat or a hoodie or a t-shirt, a mug for for your loved ones who like the show. Uh, it helps us Dude, out tremendously. Let's say, let's say this too. We have stuff for little kids too, like babies. If you just had a brand new baby, we oh, got yeah. onesies. Yeah, we do right? have onesies. Yeah, we yeah. got, uh, there's a variety of different gifts that you could get on there. Uh, and um, we have already seen the sales go up already. Yeah. So thank you for the people that are buying already for the holiday season. Uh, and hey, it helps us out tremendously. Uh, that money goes back into this show. Um, so we appreciate you guys. Also, Patreon, the most the most helpful thing you can do for us as yes. a podcast is Patreon. Five and ten dollar tiers gives you massive amounts of content, and I'm talking twenty episodes a month Huge of numbers. brass tacks. Four episodes a month of Greg's Strange Sauna, which is diving into the occult and the the craziness that we all love. On top of the fact that every week we do a call-in show and a Zoom party at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. All those things, depending on what tier you're at, uh, the $10 tier, you get it all. $5 tier, you get a lot of that. Uh, But guys, please help us out with that. Uh, We've seen the numbers grow. It has been spectacular. Yes. And uh, at the end of the day, we would love to be off. YouTube, and we would love to have a platform where we can put out videos and and to Patreons, um, kind of to give them some praise. They've improved their website tremendously, and they're oh, yeah. offering a lot more. So it's a good thing, um, and it helps us. And that's how we live. I, I'm going to be real with you. We we use that money to survive, uh, and we quit our jobs. <laughs> We're doing this full time. So guys, it, it does help us when you guys go over there and it gets you all the content and it keeps you up to date and you can interact with us and it's and it's a great thing. So it's a please go fun. check out Patreon. One thing, yeah, dude, one thing I do have to say about Patreon is their policies are still kind of uh Yeah. If you if you hit if you touch on the wrong thing, like medical misinformation, they could uh, pull the plug on you at any time. So just a heads up. Not necessarily the free speech platform that we're looking for, but it's working for us right now. Better than anything that we've had before. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so go check it out, guys. PartMyAmerican.com, Patreon, it's all there. We got videos coming up all the time. Yes, sir. So today, I got a couple articles. I know Greg's driving, so you can't really pull up the stuff here. Uh, But I got a couple things that I think are fun, interesting. Let's start with more in the middle. I want to start with this first one, because this one is bizarre. The Indonesian one. Uh, this is coming from the BBC two hours ago. Okay. So this is pretty fresh. Indonesia passes criminal code banning sex outside of marriage. What did you hear that, Greg? Oh yeah. No more. I agree with it. Diddling on the weekends. Uh, that's, that's what's, that's what's going on here. So you can't have any pleasure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It says, uh, sex outside of marriage will carry a jail term of up to a year under the new laws, which take effect in three years. So three years from now, for whatever reason, that's what they pick, three years. Yeah. Uh, I said Indonesia... Well, they're given time for people to just to get it out of their system. Prepare, because oh. it's going away. So there's going to be a fluck fest uh, <laughs> for the next three years of just children coming out of Indonesia. I mean, there's going to be so many babies. Uh, it says Indonesia's parliament has approved a new criminal code that bans anyone in the country from having uh, extramarital sex and restricts political freedoms, per this article. Uh, it says the uh, raft of change came after a rise in religious conservatism in the Muslim-majority country. Critics see the law as a disaster for human rights and a potential blow to tourism and investments. Uh, and they're saying that you can't even... They also ban living together is an act for which people could be jailed for up to six months. Adultery will also be an offense for which people can be jailed. What do you hmm. think, Greg? Dude, that's why you can't have religious cults. That's why you can't have religion running your nation. Yeah. Like, uh, 
it, like whatever I put in my body or whatever I put in somebody else's body with their blessing, you know, mm-hmm. AKA penis. I think that, you know, that's consenting adults' choice to do. And you shouldn't have anybody, especially the government, telling you what to do. Hey, I have a question, though, for the, for the people that are putting this law into effect. How does banning sex before marriage uh, create a potential blow to tourism? Um, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, I would say... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this in Indonesia, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, think about the clientele that goes to Indonesia. I know. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of CP over there, right? There's that. Um, it does also, and I, I'm trying, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not trying to avoid the question. I'm trying to find this piece in the article. But they were saying that even if you aren't an Indonesian citizen, but you live there, that you're still under law. So if you wanted to move there under, like, I don't know what system they have, like a green card situation where you work there, this would obviously affect you as well. Um but yeah, I don't really see how that would affect. Well, and then again, if you go there, here now here's the deal. If look at it now, don't look at it from the way you're looking at it from. And I and I agree with you that I think that probably is an issue. There's oh, yeah. no doubt. But let's say you want to go there and you're like out, like you got the buddies, you're single, you're 23 years old, you're like fuck, let's go to Indonesia and fucking rage, bro. And then you go out, <laughs> you go downtown, you go to the club. There's some beautiful women. And you're you're having some drinks, and you're like, damn, these 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 are some beautiful women here. Can't do it. Can't do it. Now they're gonna say, put it away. I don't want to get a j a year in jail for hanging out with some hotties. You know, yeah, dude. Maybe they're actually doing you a favor because I don't know if Indonesia has a high transsexual population, Mm. but maybe they're doing you a favor because. That woman could be a dude. The lady boys. You're talking about the lady boys. Isn't that wasn't that a scene in uh, the Hangover too? Yeah. Oh, was it? Or were, were they not in? Indo- I don't know. Where, I don't remember. I don't, I, oh, they were in Thailand. That's mm. what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it says that the uh, this applies equally to locals and to foreigners living in Indonesia or visiting holiday destinations such as Bali. So, yeah, you know, here's the deal. Like. I, I, it's also this is a tough one a little it, bit it also sucks for some people because like there's an example right here uh in Ajing, i don't know how to say her name uh she's 28 years old muslim woman living in the west java java city of depak said that she is now at risk for living with her partner for the last five years she yeah. said quote with the new law uh both of us can go to jail if one of the family decides to make a police report yeah, it's kind of like a, uh, it's almost like the like false what flag. If, laws. What if there's one family member who has a problem with me and decides to send me to jail? Yeah, that's yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So here's the deal: yeah. like you don't have to agree with it. I I I I'm with you, Greg. At the end of the day, the government has no business stepping in this ground. That, that's my opinion. In a free society, it's a free society. If you choose to do that, that is your choice to do so. I will also say. That at the end of the day, it's probably better for people not to. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, yeah. It, it's, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing uh, with the moral behind it. I think that, listen, we've all, most people have had sex premaritally. Like, like before you get married, yeah. you've, you've been with somebody. I'm sure a lot of people have. Uh, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Sometimes it's a good thing. Some people need it. Some don't. But at the end of the day, um, yes, our society would be better if we didn't have a bunch of children out of wedlock, if we didn't have a bunch of like, you know, people getting pregnant and the father's running off or vice versa or drug addicts. I, I mean, I'm, having a marriage is important to raising a family. Mm-hmm. There's stability, there's income, there's houses, like, right? You're in a, usually in a semi better position if you're married because you got two incomes coming in. You have two people making decisions. I'm not saying that all of them are like that. They're not. But at the same time, it's not the government's business to say whether that should happen or not, right? Yeah, I think the biggest risk of this comes from what Chris was saying is when you live together. Yeah. Um, I mean, because a lot of people, yeah, you couldn't have sex whether you're married or not. That's whatever. But living together, I know we all lived with our wives before they were our wives. Yes. Oh, yeah. You yes. know what I mean? That's, just, that's the normal <clears throat> thing you do is you live with your boyfriend or girlfriend in an apartment somewhere. Yeah. Or you buy a house or rent a house, whatever. But that's just like part of living. Like you're going to threaten. Like how, how do you go from just dating, like staying at your mom's house mm-hmm. and then like, hey, uh, yeah, I just married her. So we're going to move in now. And then 
shit just falls apart. You can't just move in with somebody. Well, I mean, you probably could. Uh, I think uh, picking a better partner and knowing that you guys are compatible would make things a lot easier. However, um, that's well, dude, it's, it's not I've, the way. I've seen those. I've seen those TV shows, like those wife swaps or husband swaps, whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those things don't. Those things would never last. Yeah, but those that's not, that's like, not, that's not real. Have. Those are two completely opposite people. <laughs> that's not even a real situation. <laughs> Uh, I, know, I, I mean, just kind of pulling your leg. I know. I'm just saying it's it's I get it. Uh, but you, you can't do that. Hey, the way that costs are nowadays, like you usually. Oh, so here's the thing. How would you even figure out who's doing what? How do they know that they're not roommates? Right. Because we know that costs are expensive. And a lot of kids that are 21, 22 years old are getting roommates right in their apartment complexes or whatever it is, because it's expensive. You know, what I'm saying you're sharing rooms uh, or you have a room for this person and, and Bill pays 500 bucks a month for his room. And, and you share food and, you know, you're trying to survive. And my point would be, how would they even be able to know who's banging and who's I not? Think, I think they'd have to perform a sniff test, Dave. Oh, sniff come test. In. Yes. Yeah. And they, they would have to sniff the bedroom. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so as soon as they, they smell that, that sour smell of semen, they know exactly what happened. Mm, so they do like a two finger by the nuts and they say, that smells like vagina. You are guilty. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think, ah, exactly. I think they're going to implement. Uh, like a like a peeping tom governmental investigative position. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they'll have like that, a, that way. They that way they they if they have a suspicion that you may or not may or not be just a roommate, mm-hmm. they'll just sit outside and wait. This could get real extreme. But <laughs> no, they, they could what, actually say what? you have to show your marriage certificate. You know, we're all complaining about showing hey, you guys you have that marriage certificate all the time on you. Oh, so they actually get then, like a rental or, yeah. or buy a house? In order to get food, you have to do a dick swab where they test for vaginal fluids. And if oh, you have Jesus. some on you, Ugh. oh boy, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Hey, Chris, Chris, what's the Indonesian name for Tom? I so don't know. peeping Tom, it would be a peeping uh, whatever the hell the word would be. <laughs> are you, are you want him to look that up? Oh, dude, yes. Okay, Indonesian go to like a, name for Tom. A translator. Right there. Tom. Oh, I think it might just be Tom, bro. <laughs> okay. You think so? I hate to, uh, hate to break it to you. I'm seeing oh, Nama okay. Nama Nyang Yum. Uh, that's probably not go. it, though. A, a pee-pee num-num. A pee-pee num-num, dude. A peeping a num-num. A peeping num I, I have no idea, dude. Yeah, I think Tom I think, is just going to be Tom. Uh, <laughs> you don't get mu- you don't get much from Tom, so that's just what it is. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so that's that. Indonesia, they're getting crazy over there in the next couple of years. And again, wouldn't shock me to see a little baby boom happening. People are going to get it out of their system. Uh, I, I feel like they, they did say they have to catch you. And I, I feel like that may be harder to do. Uh, then you know what we're thinking right now, like unless somebody turns you in, I don't know. I feel like it's weird, man. That's a weird one. That's a weird, weird one I, for me. I feel like it it turns up. It gives more credence or not credence, but it allows for more blackmail to happen. Does it not? It well, oh, you know, so, yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Tell me what I want to know, or I'm going to turn in this picture, or not even tell me what you, well, I don't know. Either you're going to do this for me, or I'm going to turn you in. Yeah, yeah well, it's kind of like that North Korea vibe where you kind of have to, like, you have to tell secrets. And, and if you see somebody doing something they're not supposed to, it's like the circle of truth uh, where they just say you have to literally rat on your neighbors. Mm, and yeah. so they're going to the apartment complex in uh, Indonesia and they'll say, like, uh, hey, I uh, I heard old Tom over here boning some chick and I know he's not married, you know. <laughs> and it's going to cause jealousy because the hermit over in the next apartment who's not getting any puss, dude, he's going to be pissed. He's like, I'm sick of hearing boning, and uh, you know, he's not even married, so he's going to turn him in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's yep. going to be he's wild. Like, if I'm if I'm abstaining, you have to abstain. Oh, man. So the Indonesian word for a spy is mata mata. Oh, mata mata. Mm, so there's yeah. gonna be some mata matas going so on. So it's a uh, and uh, spying is mimata. So it's Tom Tom mimata. Sp- okay. Or, me or say, Tom, what's, spying what's Tom. <laughs> Jeez, man. I have no idea. I feel like I'm in high school right now. What's going on? Uh, so, yes, I mean, listen, there's there's a new political party over there. They're, they're, they're starting to take stuff real serious. People are getting angry, um, and I get it. Uh, I don't want the government telling me what I can do and can't do. I don't want the governments over there telling their people what they can and can't do. That does not mean, though, that I don't um, agree with the morality of it in a sense, uh, at being older, I wish, um, you know, 
it would be nice to be able to like just be with your partner. You know what I'm saying? And have that kind of connection that is uh, different. But you also, there's a positive to going out and exploring and, um, you know, figuring out who you are and what you like. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the process too. So I don't, I don't care, man. Fuck away. uh, No shame. Like do whatever you want to do. But obviously there's consequences in society when you see uh, single mothers all the time. And obviously welfare goes up. It it does cause problems. There's a lot of kids in the, uh, in the system because their parents were addicts and stuff. Like there are certain people that should not have kids. But at the same time, the government, unless you just break the law, so many times they say, like, we're tying your tubes or something, dude. I mean, like, but mm, they don't even do that. They can't do that. Yeah, they don't. Well, at least not in this country. Well, I mean, they can castrate people, right? Greg? They are, you, can? are you asking me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they can castrate people. So they do it for men. I think. At least. Yeah, well, and and with women. I mean, it's uh, the, the clitoris is cut out. I mean, not to be too graphic here but that was pretty graphic (laughs) yes that is something that they will do in uh religious societies where they do not want women having pleasure so they will remove their sexual organ yeah i think does that happen in this country though that doesn't happen here i mean i'm sure it has but i don't think no it's not no he's talking about some foreign countries that really are yeah that's pretty extreme stuff dude well i mean that's that's the I guess the downfall of not living in a free, a truly free society. Yeah. Well, I think that that's, that's part of the Muslim. That's like a Muslim area that did that, dude. I don't know if it was yeah. anywhere in the United States. Yeah. I don't, it's I don't know where, that's where you have. Yeah. It's where you have nations that are run by religion that yeah. Yeah. they can kind of mandate that stuff. Yeah. No one wants to see that. No one wants to see that happening in a society. And, and, and again, uh, I don't agree with this at all. Government, that is too much power. That is too much freedom getting taken away. Uh, I don't like that they're... I mean, I guess you could say, obviously, the conservatism is who would probably want something like that, but that's very, like... No one wants that. Even if you're a conservative, you don't want that kind of society. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want freedom. True conservative is like freedom. You know, we go by the Constitution... Uh, that's stripping people's rights. People have the right to live with whoever the heck they want to. I mean, I think we can agree on that, right? Yeah, it depends on your definition of conservative, though, because old yeah. school conservatives were really religious. I mean, if you look at the Bible, it says not to have sex before you're married. Yeah, yeah, but that should not be government, well, religion. I mean, let's not tie those together too much. You know what I'm saying? Th- here? This this girl that was doing the that they were interviewing in this article said it perfectly right here. She says, quote, I think living together or having sex outside of marriage is not a crime. In my religion, it's considered a sin, but I don't think the criminal code should be based on certain religion. That's true. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. I mean, it, those things are sins in, in, yeah. in the holy books. You know what I'm saying? That's a sin. Uh, crime is a different thing. And, and you can be forgiven for your sins. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's part of it. I'm not over, overtly religious, but um it's yes uh just it's just not the way to do it i'm sure that there's incentives you could do if you are concerned with population issues if you're concerned with the amount of people having children that can't afford children uh if you're concerned with how much taxpayer money is going to you know benefits that could be prevented if with some with some education um i I think that there's other ways to do this you know i'm saying there's there's other ways but to try to crack down on people actually living together and just saying, like, well, if you live together, you must be boning. That's going to be very hard for them. And at that point, they're just going to – it's you against the government, and you're not going to win that battle as a, as a singular yeah. level. Yeah. And in, at the end of the day, I really wonder how harsh they're going to enforce this. Well, I don't know if it's going to be that harshly. I don't know. I don't know how their, their political system works there. Uh, but this is not even happening for three years. What can change at that point? Yeah. A lot. You know, you never know what's going to happen. And as it gets closer and closer, I mean, are people going to start losing their minds over this thing and start rioting and shit? Who knows, man? I mean, sex is a powerful thing, bro. Let's be real. If you say no more sex for you unless you're married, well, now you you got to commit to a marriage, which we know is a commitment to a marriage is a real commitment. Well, yeah. Now you're now you're just pissing off a, an entire demographic of people. Yeah. What about? Did they say anything about masturbating? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think you can jerk away. <laughs> Well, then, hey, problem solved. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> eh, it's not the same. Um, I also have a uh, article, not to uh, just quickly change, but I think we kind of beat that one to death. Uh, I got this article. Yeah. There we go. This one? Yes. 
This is uh, one that I think is interesting and funny, and I apologize if you fall into this category. Uh, This is from the Daily Mail, uh, UK, obviously. Short man syndrome is real. Smaller men have psychopathic or yeah, psychopathic and narcissistic tendencies that help them appear more powerful despite their lack of height. Scientists say, "Woof, real, dude." I believe I believe it. Uh, have you ever seen those small dudes that walk around real quick, like their head turns real quick? They yep. Look at oh you, yeah. Those dark, darty eyes, and they they're like, "What do you want? What do you want?" Huh? Yep. You know, they give you attitude right away. You're like, "Whoa, bro." Let's yeah. Just, chill down no that's definitely true i went to high school with a guy who was like the really really short but stocky and that guy was a dude i was a tool and a dick well listen first and foremost (laughs) (laughs) first and foremost i'm not absolutely not saying that all short people have uh are are problematic but i will tell you that a lot of men who are short short i'm not talking about hey you're five eight you know i'm saying like that's short but it's not like crazy short. What's yeah. the average height for a citizen? Five eight is not short. I think five eight's about the norm. I, I, it could yeah. be. I, I'm just saying, if, if you're, you're four feet tall, if you're five two, <laughs> we may be borderline problematic. It, five oh, two, yeah, yeah. because five, five foot. And you know what? Here's the deal. I understand it um, because you de- you create defense mechanisms depending on what kind of stature you have. So if you're shorter, mm-hmm. you create a defense mechanism. That you're like, yeah. <gasps> you know, you're jacked, and a lot of times they they have big trucks because they they, feel, they want to feel big, bro, and they have to crawl into that thing off the tires and shit, like because they can't oh, get yeah. in. Uh, the steps are not well, even I, the steps are not big enough for them. No. You know what I mean? I uh, must say, my my brother in law is pretty short, but he's not a douchebag. So no, he's, I guess there's one one I, one that goes against the grain there. I don't yeah, I don't think this uh, this syndrome affects everyone. No. <laughs> No, but you've definitely seen it. That's the thing is like it does not affect everyone. A lot of uh, shorter people are great. Tall people are great. They're all great. Hey, there is a lot of good things that can come of being short. Yeah. It's just that a, it's a, you're right. Your wife is very short. My wife's very short. And she uh, she's not psychopathic or narcissistic. <laughs> uh, she's very humble. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Your wife is but very, very nice. She's a woman, though. How tall, is, true. How tall is your wife? You're, she's like. She's 4'11". 4'11". That is that qualifies, wow. yeah. uh, but she is not into this realm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's not a dude. She's not a dude. But so, are you saying that women can't have small man syndrome? Uh, no, they can't. Wow, they would have small woman syndrome. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, you caught good me, call, Chris. You caught me. <laughs> that was a gotcha moment for Chris here. Uh, so it says researchers investigated the link between height and dark triad traits. There is a you know narcissism. Uh, some other words I can't pronounce, uh, malevolence, uh, a link was found between all three traits and dissatisfaction with height. Shorter men tended to score more highly in narcissism while women, women did not. Hmm. Because I think women are just, I feel like it's a good thing to be shorter as a woman. Most women would, I I feel like would rather be a little bit shorter than too tall. Would you disagree? We got got a lot of women listeners, so I'm not trying to speak for women here, but I'm just saying, well, dude. Like, how many times? How many times have you seen like a really tall woman? Yeah, have a hard time finding a guy because she can't date oh, just yeah. normal. You know, the guys that are five foot eight, they have to find a taller dude. You know but is I mean? that really yeah. a the a woman problem or is that the guy's problem? You can't, well, you can't date somebody taller than him. Listen, here, I mean, let's let's not people. not deny because then he'll have short man syndrome. Well, you don't want to deny personal preference, right? And and the truth is, is there is, and I like this. I like that I'm bigger and taller than my wife. And it's just like an internal thing where I feel like um, I can protect her. Mm. I like if I'm holding on or like I have my arm around her, I just feel like, you know, I'm the man in the relationship and, and it's my wife and I'm going to protect her. Um, and and I, I did date a girl many, 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 many years ago who was uh, my height, literally as tall as I was. She was a very tall gal. And uh, and I was, it's fine. That's fine, dude. She She's a nice person. It was totally fine. But there is a lot of men who don't want to date somebody that's their height or taller uh, just because it's, you know, if you're it, it kind of get it, it would like, you know, you're hopping up for a kiss and shit. it would give them like the secondary short man syndrome. Yeah, you would have it. And, and you're like, like bro, you, I'm six one. What the hell? You know what I mean? <laughs> Should this say short man syndrome dependent on your partner's yeah. height? Greg, if, if you were single, would you ever date anyone that was taller than you? Oh, yeah, dude. I wouldn't care. Oh. I'd be like, come here, big woman. 
Would you let her? Give me a smooch. Would you let her throw you around? Oh, dude, you know it. I mean, there's probably there's perks. There's kinks. So yeah, there's some kinks to that. I I agree with you. (laughs) On average, though, that's just not the case. Uh, I think women would prefer to be shorter. I'd be like, hey, hey, honey, this is up high on that shelf. Can you come here and grab it for me? <laughs> you know, I do all the shit that girls do to their their husbands. Nowadays. Yeah, well, I I know that there was um, it, they're they're crappy, but you know when they ask women like preferences, you know, they show a picture, they say, what what do you look for in a man? Mm. And take them with a grain of salt because some women are just they have crazy. I, there was one where they said that they expect their man to make more than five hundred thousand dollars. That's like unrealistic, bro. Like you're. Wow. Like, w- listen, you live with your parents and you expect your husband to have 500. <laughs> like, let's be real. You're, it's now, now it's starting to sound like my wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I can't even say anything to that. I don't even know what to say to that. Um, but no, there are expectations when you ask uh, women, a lot of women, uh, and it's bogus because some women like bigger guys. Some women like muscular men. Dad bots. It's all dad bots, you know. Some women like muscular men. Everything varies, but in general... Women like their men to be in the six foot range. I mean, that just seems to be a thing that a lot of people are like. I would, if you had an ideal height for a man, it would they would say six six one. You know, what I mean, they they just like tall. Now that's not everyone. I think a lot of women probably like shorter guys. There's some short husky men that are freaking men, dude. You know what I'm saying? And women love it. Uh, I have no. I'm I'm a chubby guy myself. I happen to be about six foot. Uh, but. You know, if you're five seven, five six, and you know you can protect your wife, it doesn't matter if you're five seven. But I bet you that guy wishes he was about three inches taller, <laughs> just like you know you wish the other things was a couple inches bigger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the same principle. You're never satisfied with what you have. That's yeah. that's ultimately what it comes down to. If you you could have the perfect physique, the perfect height, and you would still say, "I wish I was a little bit taller." I wish, I wish I was, was a little baller. bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl as good I would call her. Now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, unless unless yeah. he's under five feet. Yeah. Uh, so it's just it comes down to like these guys in this article. I see it 100. percent They're like they're shorter men. They're probably up against you know the, if they are scrappy. You know, what I'm saying like yeah. they got to have some tenacious uh, attitude because they're fighting bigger guys always. Uh, and if not, they're trying to just set their dominance. Man, it's it's. It's not shocking. Well, that and I think that's the short man syndrome trait. Anyway, you're always trying to fight people that are bigger than you. Yeah, and they're always the loudest. The, the always <laughs> at the every, bar. Every guy I've seen that has this, and you can tell when the guy has yeah. this. He's always who's the fucking biggest guy here. Yeah. Oh fuck that guy! I'm gonna kick his ass. Yeah, it was like uh, kind of standard for me uh, to go to the bar, and if I heard loud commotion from a dude, I would just get on my knees, and I could see the person. <laughs> Through all the hips, um, and I just beg, there he is. I knew it. I knew it. He's in there. Yeah. Uh, you can't see him, but he's in there. You know what I mean? Usually, I think the guy's name's Terry or something. Oh, Terry. Terry was not short, but he had that that small man uh, vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of. He, like he, he, he was our buddy, and he used to just rub his nipple at the bar. It was the weirdest thing. What? Yes, he did. <laughs> right? He did. Don't. Uh, uh, he got, yeah. Yeah, we got. he got caught once. Yeah, rubbing his nipple. And Why? Because he, he's a fighter, bro. No big deal. So he was like just gearing up. Yeah, he, he just he would he was he would get yeah, he had to get his nipples hard before he'd fight somebody. It just was like a, it was kind of like you know when you, you know have it. you have like your certain <laughs> things that you do that like you can't help you're doing it. It's just oh, it was like a nervous tick. It's like of? when I say a what, nervous tick. What, what's the word I always say? You always make fun of me. What little phrase? A nervous tick. <laughs> sure. Uh, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. That's my thing. I, you know what I'm saying? That's my thing. Yeah. I, I say it. I say it all the time. I, and people are like, he says, yes, I don't know how to stop it. I, I, what, what do you want me to say? Uh, his happened to be like, he'd rub his chest. He's got a nervous tip. And he would like, he'd be like staring at somebody. He's like, what the fuck is it? he'd just rub his chest. But a lot of times it would seep down. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, bring it up. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to massage the pecs. You can't massage uh, the old, uh, the old bacon. Well, so- you know what I mean? I, I don't know if it was actually a nervous thing or like a drunk thing because yeah. it usually would happen after seven years. Was it a so. sexual thing? No, it was definitely Like not. he got off on fighting. No. Well, maybe. And he'd also do some little nipple play there. Maybe. I don't know about that. That that's wouldn't a, be right. No, yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> some people do get off on fighting. Like they, they do. They get a, a, almost arousal from mm. the idea of punching somebody. Uh, I'm not a fighter. I've never have but, been a fighter, but I, I have never no, felt that. Dude, I remember when I worked at Sears, 
uh, long ass time ago for anybody who's just now listening, but this was when I was working in college and whatnot. The uh, loss prevention. You know what loss prevention is? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's the little guys that sneak around like they're FBI agents in the store. Yes. Yes. And so they go after people who are stealing shit. And so he had little man syndrome to the maximum. <laughs> and he was ex-military. And he was he loss prevention? Yes, he wanted to be a cop, but he couldn't get to be a cop yet. So. <laughs> Is that he was real? Too short. Was that real? He had, oh yeah, dude, he oh. had the uh, the flat top haircut. You know, mm. he looked like Howie Long. I think that I I could be wrong, but I think there is a height requirement to be a cop. <laughs> oh shit! Well, maybe he uh, no, failed. Because because it, it comes along that. with all the like the the physical requirements and like all the all the shit you have to go through. I think that might be one of them. Which is crazy because I've seen some like four hundred pound cops. So like yeah, but real. usually exactly. those those guys get that way after they become a That's cop. That's true. That's true. They're not like uh, blarts. Yeah, yeah. You think that they would want some small cops because they could be like, hey, Terry. Get in that hole. Yeah, so that's what I'm Get thinking. That hole. Crawl yeah. through this crawl space. The guy uh, hidden there. There's a hole in the fence. <laughs> it's only so big. Where's Terry? You know what I mean? Like that's... exactly. <laughs> and he but goes. Dude, they're uh, <laughs> at, at this uh, at Sears. We had this friends and family night. You know when they have those deep sales just for family. You can invite your family. Oh, okay. Yep. And um, Terry was walking around. And he had like a Taekwondo thing around his head. You know, like those wraps that they wrap around their, it's like a belt. Oh, yeah, like the black belt or purple belt or something like that. Yeah, he wrapped that around his forehead like the next karate kid, you know? Mm, okay. And I remember my buddy Matt was working there and he goes, hey, check out Taekwondo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious. He did it while he was like hunting for people, theft, or yes. thefting. While he was on the, on the job. That's a, that's not inconspicuous. You don't look like a, a normal shopper with that on your head. Exactly. You look like an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so, it, I mean, to be fair, you could be like, hey, this guy's insane. He won't mind if I'm stealing things. I'll just steal right in front of the insane man. Hmm. I mean, if I didn't have any other a- ambitions that I've tried to pursue in my life, and I... I th- that job, it'd be easy and fun, honestly. What's that? The theft, if you get the theft prevention. Yeah, I mean, the problem with the only problem I've ever seen with it is that people have zero respect for you. Uh, and when they see well, you, they're that's just like, they're not they're not good at their job. Well, if, if you were good at your job, they wouldn't see you. Yeah, you're right. Because like a bouncer, people respect a bouncer because they know. But see, it's a different ball game. If you're bouncing at a at a club and you're kind of like their loss prevention, if you know what I mean, <laughs> the the bar or clubs you want to say, hey man, if you want to rock somebody, I'm cool with it. Just stay on the sidewalk. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, whereas Walmart is going to be like, we don't condone rocking people for the TV theft. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't. There's something about it that I just I wouldn't do it. Like loss mm. prevention, I just wouldn't. I just feel like it. There's people just. I don't it, know. It would it's, be fun to take it to the extreme for like a week. If you just say, Dave, you can work here for a week and have at it, I'd be oh, like, no, yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you had, I mean, if you didn't, didn't care about if you're, how much money you're making and that's what you did and you could just live in this dream fucking military world where you're stopping criminals. That's <laughs> like what, you're, in your head, <laughs> that's what creates psychopaths. That you believe <laughs> that it's this dream world where you're just stopping I remember, the I, law, dude. I don't know if this this guy that you're describing, Greg, was like this, but I remember the first time I actually seen one of them. Well, seen the, what? The, a little man? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? What are we talking about here? You're acting like this is some no, strange oddity, lo- like no, Bigfoot, a loss prevention guy. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I remember when I first saw one. You he just came him. out of nowhere, bro. He just came through <laughs> the like, the curtain rack there. Like. Uh, like JFK's assassination. Where were you? Yeah, dude. God. No, uh, I don't remember what story. I think I was in like a, I think I was in Fred Meyer maybe. I don't remember. But I don't remember what store I was in. But I remember walking through like, uh, like a grocery aisle and I see this guy. He's standing right at the end. Mm -hmm. Like where, and he's like peeking around the corner and then he like, he had an earpiece even. And he's like talking to somebody and then he'd peek around the corner. He's like, I'm on it. And he sneaks around the corner and goes into the next aisle. I'm like, that guy's having the time of his life. Yeah. He feels important. For that guy minute. feels like an undercover agent and you can't beat what but, he feels. But like I've now. done that already and you don't have to be lost <laughs> preventions to do it. You know what I'm saying? 
Like those dudes just sit in an office most of the time and they just watch computers. You know what I'm saying? They're just watching screens. Uh, they don't have any foot soldiers? No, they do, but they just leave. Like the, if you ever watch it, there's actually a couple of YouTube channels that are, that are pretty good. But uh, they sit in the office. You see it at Walmart and stuff. They have a little office with some screens and they're watching people, you know, mm. randomly. And if they see somebody that's somebody a little suspicious, they'll go out there and they'll start probing no, the No, I think that's who the guy was talking to on the earpiece. Well, there's usually two. They had, One's they watching had the eye, camera. They had Eagle Eye. Yeah. And then they had the, the ground level. Guy. But most of the time they're in the office. Like they're not mm-hmm. just wandering this way. And the thing is, is you can pick out a lot of events. This guy, I, I can spot them every <laughs> single time. I just see him. I'm like, well, that dude is not normal because you just know, like it's the same with the cops and, and you see him. They're like undercover, undercover. And you're like, bro, you are a cop. Like there's no <laughs> doubt about it. You're a cop. Uh, but we used to do that in my store. Like when we had theft going on at my, at the grocery store where I was at. And uh, a lot of times they say you, you need to go give them good customer service, right? Hey, you find everything okay? You know they're stealing shit, but you're like, you find everything all right? And then they're like, uh, and they, they uh, no, I, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm just looking around. A lot of times they just go, I'm fine, bro. I'm fine. Leave me alone. I'm fine. Uh, but what I did, I was a little sneaky little bitch. You know what I'm saying? Did I, you I, have the Mission Impossible theme song playing I in your did. head? I did, in my phone. <laughs> it was in my pocket, so it was a little like, you know, like that kind of I don't know about you guys, but if I worked as a lost prevention soldier, I like how you changed it. The soldier. Soldier. God. I feel like that's like like some identity. I would have, I'd be the easiest to spot because I would be like. You'd have it on your hat. Doing barrel rolls on the ground. Yeah. And I would have Mission Impossible playing the whole time. Yeah. Like for people to hear so they knew. Dude, if I was a loss prevention guy, I would have a jacket that says, I'm not loss prevention. Chris would have a tattoo that says, uh, secret service, not customer service. <laughs> That's what it is. Se- secret customer service. Yeah, yeah, dude. He'd have it tattooed oh, on his knuckles, yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, I used to go into the freezer. That was my place, bro. And it worked. And I don't know why anybody else didn't, but we had a freezer that ran the entire back section of our store. Mm. And I, cause I literally, if you went into the freezer because we had so many freezer windows, you could go back into the loading area and you could look through the freezer windows and see down every single aisle. Ooh. And so I'm one of those guys that because I worked in the freezer a lot, I'm totally cool with being in the freezer for you were long. A, you were a mata mata, a spy. I was a spy, dude. I was a freezer spy. And so somebody would come in, I would get in the freezer and I could stay in there for a long time and I would just sit there and I'd watch them through the, they could never see me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've tested this theory. You, you look in the window, you see product, but you'd never see me back there mm. uh, between the product looking, Wonder. like my little eyes gazing what through sucks, you. What sucked about your store, though, Dave, is like when you'd see people run away with, what, like thousands of dollars of merchandise. Yeah, you can't do anything you about, do anything about it. anything about it. No, the only thing I could do is go out there and, like, take pictures of them. Uh, and we did, like, as the people were coming out, we would grab the cards from them sometimes and try to pull them back in. And a lot of times they would just run. Mm. Uh, but we had a guy take. You couldn't shoot some people with, like, a taser or something? What, what, what taser? Am I throwing, like, uh, <laughs> jelly bellies at them? I don't have anything, bro. It's food. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can rifle a banana at the guy. Yeah. Uh, but that, Dude, that I didn't always, work. I always say we need to bring back the net gun. You know that gun that oh, yeah. make net and captures? Yeah. Gotta get that back. I mean, to be honest, that's that's why uh, Walmart and our store and Fred Meyer and the, all of them do is is like, yes, uh, uh, having somebody steal a thousand dollars worth of like meat or or a TV is sucks. That sucks, dude. And you know it costs a lot of money, and they just they do it and willy nilly. But you getting hurt is not worth it. And the fact is, is like some of these people were pretty freaky dudes. We had one guy that that stole from all of our stores. And he was like six five, six six, probably fucking three twenty five. Black man, huge. I'm talking huge, bro. And uh, he just would come in and grab meat and just walk right the fuck out the store. Hmm. And the only thing you could do is just go out there and you you take pictures of his car as he's loading it right Tell in front him of to you. Bring you some brisket uh, and just say, hopefully you can smoke that well because uh, <laughs> otherwise it's a waste of you going to jail later. And he did end up going to jail actually, uh, but you're not going to stop that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're you're not gonna like you could maybe pop his tire, but he always had a different car. He stole cars, and then so what's would, the reason people don't try to stop them? Is it just a fear of lawsuits? Is that it? Uh, it's a fear of personal. It's a safety reason uh, because you don't know what he has. Uh, you don't know if he's packing a gun. You don't know if he and, and like they you getting stabbed on the job is is much more detrimental than the thousand dollars of meat. You know that's the way they look at it. Hmm. They didn't want you chasing people. I mean, we had. But then home- you're just letting people get away with it. Yeah, we had a we had a gal come and just eat, eat fuck candy bars, bro. You just go down the aisle and she just eat them right in front of you, and you like leave, like you because you can't touch them. 
and you don't want to touch them to be honest with you but you're like you need to leave like you're not welcome to the store and she just See, eating and i'm like you know here we you, go that this new new congress that we're gonna have we need to pass some laws to where yeah, we can just throw fucking people out of your shit well, we need more. We need more Chris's. We need more. Uh, apparently, some loss prevention specialists, <laughs> uh, soldiers. Okay, let's be real here, soldiers. Uh, guys, do you mind if we, we do? Do you mind if we do some ads real quick, Greg? I don't know if you can even read them on your car, but I have them if if it's okay with you. No, you go for it, bro. All right, so I want to talk about Lucy, guys. Lots of adults choose to use nicotine, but there's a right way and a wrong way to use it. Not everyone uses nicotine, but if you do, listen up right now. Uh, Lucy Breakers are the only nicotine pouch that gives you a blast of flavor from the first moment to the last. I like that. It sounds sensual. Uh, They come in so many flavors, mint, berry, citrus, mango, and even espresso. That seems to be the new flavor. All of them sound delicious. Plus, if you subscribe, you'll save 15% and you never run out. You get like a package. You can just order them online. Get a little box of nicotine. Uh, I personally use nicotine. I love it. I love it. I got some in my pocket right now. I got some in my mouth right now. I enjoy it. They give me that little bit of boost. They got a nice flavor, nice taste, nice mouthfeel. Not too juicy, not too dry. It's delicious, delicious. So whether you use nicotine while working, creating, or playing, Lucy Breakers are the intelligent choice. You're very smart if you use these. I got to be honest with you. Very, very smart. So today we got a special deal for our listeners. You get $10 off your first order when you use promo code PARDON at checkout. And shipping is always free. I believe that's new. That's kind of cool. That's lucy.co, promo code PARDON to receive $10 off and free shipping. Visit lucy.co for more details. And we thank Lucy for sponsoring this podcast. And here comes that fine, fine print, guys. Lucy products are the only are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age verified. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Go check it out. It is worth it. And then my bookie, mm, my bookie. 162 games of bat or baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, and it is. But you can put that excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, and props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunity to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code DRINKINGBROS to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. So whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Uh, go ahead and sign up today using promo code DRINKINGBROS to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet you halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks, which is quite incredible. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie guys. Both of these sponsors are huge contributors to the show, and we appreciate both of them. They're amazing, amazing products. And uh, if you want fun, go check out my bookie. If you want some nicotine rush, go check out Lucy. Yeah, buddy. There it is. Uh, dude, I got another article here, Greg, if you don't mind. I'm just rolling, it. I'm rolling in here. Uh, yeah, let's do Oh, we already did that one. There we go. So what do you think of this uh, Musk Neuralink faces federal probe employee backlash over animal testing? You hear about this? Oh, I haven't heard about this. No. This is from Reuters here. This is, uh, I believe, today. So if you scroll down here, let's see what this has to say real quick here. December 5th. So this was the other day. Elon Musk Neuralink, a medical device company, is under federal investigation for potential animal welfare violations amid internal staff complaints that its animal testing is being rushed, causing needless suffering and deaths, according to documents reviewed by Reuters and sources familiar with the investigation and company operations. Hmm. My first question would be, what kind of animals? Rats. Because then that, that, that matters. It does kind of matter. It does. Because if they are just rats, no one cares who, who about rats. Who gives a fuck about rats? No, I don't care about rats. If Greg, you say do you, you love give, rats. Do you give a fuck about rats? No, I don't. But here's here's the deal is have you seen the monkey that they put this Neuralink chip in? No. You know what it can do? The no. monkey? Oh, so they're using monkeys? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, dude. This was several years ago, but they actually. Um, was that the same thing? This, How long have they been well, testing yeah, this? Neur- Neuralink. So can you guys still hear me? Yeah. yeah. How long have they been testing okay. this on animals then? I wonder. Um, I don't know. I think they put it in a pig. They put it in a monkey. The monkey, they had a video of it standing on this platform. It was kind of like a, um, it looked like a, what are those things? A dolly. It oh. looked like a, a dolly that this monkey was standing on. Mm. And it was controlling how the dolly moved with its mind. 
What? Oh, okay. That's some weird yeah. shit. That's you, like you RoboCop probably shit. Find that, you could probably find that on YouTube, Chris. I don't uh, know what it's Is called, that the but. same thing, though? I mean, really? Yeah, it's Neuralink, dude. Hmm. And Elon Musk was talking about it. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, there it is. the monkey. Uh, well, is it? we got the minky control here. <laughs> uh, so it's Dolly. I don't really, I, I guess I got, oh, wow, there it is. Is it kind of like a Dolly? Well, it's playing it, a video game. Like a, He's got one playing video games, too. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? It's like playing a video game? Uh, maybe. Hmm. No, no, this is different. That's no. a different one. Well, go back to the article real quick here. Just go back to that real fast. Um, so it says Neuralink was is a brain implant. It hopes will help paralyze people walk again and cure other neurological ailments. See, that would be awesome. Yeah, but, but here's the deal. Every time we say this, there's always people like, no, it's the worst. And, and, and I get it. Like, there's obviously it can be used uh, for something else, like, like everything else, like good intentions, bad yeah, yeah. use afterwards. But man, I, I gotta be honest with you. Like my mom has MS, and I, like I would kill, literally, for there to be something that she could use that would help her be able to like regain her movement. Uh, because it, it fucking sucks watching somebody. And actually, my wife, um, a family friend of my wife's, uh, was in a car accident many years ago and is paralyzed. They were going to Disneyland with their family and got in a car wreck and ended up being paralyzed. And that's that's terrible, man. Like it changes your life completely. You don't realize how much. Uh, how hindered you are by not having movement. You know what I'm saying? Like you get depression. There's all kinds of issues. You just feel like, why am I here? So anything that was able to be developed in a situation like my mother's, I, I, I bet you she would try this in a heartbeat if it worked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that it offers way more benefit than harm. I, I think that the people, yes, I can see how this can be used to, tap into somebody's brain and whatnot. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when it comes to people like your mom, when it comes to people that have, are just debilitated and you think about how many people, I mean, just get in wrecks or have these inopportune moments where they, they're totally fine. And then the next day they're not, Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just like, what the fuck is my life about? Like the deep depression that comes with that. I remember when I threw my back out, Chris, I know you're going through some back stuff right now, but yeah, I wasn't able to move, dude. I couldn't yeah. like sit up. I had to lay down for like two weeks straight and I got yeah. fucking depressed. That's the way mine was the first time it went out. I, I was laid out. It was literally right after we moved into the fifth wheel and we were like, I almost couldn't move it out of the space because I was fucking laid out for three days. Yeah, for sure. And like, if you go to the doctor, the only thing that they're going to give you is guess what? Drug. Yeah. And so this, this eliminates the need for people to take drugs, eliminates possibly drug addiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about all the, the the plethora of benefits that this will offer to society. I think it's a great thing. It is, it is a great thing. And I, I think a lot of people get really uh, uptight about stuff like this because they... It's scary. It's scary. And it is. But the thing is, is the reason that stuff in the past has got so terrible is because it went unchecked. Yeah. And it, we allowed it to get We terrible. allowed it to get that way because we just blindly, like, we didn't keep an eye on it. Like, nobody was keeping an eye on it. Shit got out of control with certain situations. Uh, this kind of stuff, obviously, like like anything else, if you let it go unchecked, it's going to get into a point where, who knows? But to say that they don't already have shit like this, I guarantee they have some. They're doing it, but I'm sure the military has tried shit before. Uh, but the real question yeah. about this particular case is the fact that the animal welfare issues um, they're ultimately saying that they're they're working so uh, fast at this that they're not taking the animals into consideration. Um, you know, like to Chris's point, like, uh, you know, I love monkeys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I go to the zoo. Monkeys are one of my favorite. I hate seeing um, intelligent creatures. And I know rats are technically intelligent, but I fucking hate them. There's millions of them in New York City, right? They just eat birds and shit. They're fucking crazy animals. Uh, and I don't really care about rats. I got to be honest with you. Like they're, they produce, they die quickly. <laughs> like they're just rodents, dude. I don't want to see monkeys going through torture. You know well, what I'm yeah, saying? It says here, uh, uh, the investigation has come at a time in growing employee dissent about Neuralink's animal testing, including complaints that the pressure from CEO Musk to accelerate development has resulted in botched experiments. According to a Reuters review, dozens of Neuralink documents and interviews with more than 20 current and former employees. Yeah. What they don't say, which would be my first question, would be, 
is it botched experiments based on just the how they're treating the animals obviously they they obviously it's about treat, what they're treating the animals but it when he says we need to speed things up yeah it's not really his, his part to choose which part of the process needs sped up well, right? yeah, you need to read the next line because I think this answers some. So what they're what they're complaining about is that such failed tests have had to be repeated, increasing the number of animals being tested and killed. So what they're saying is, is by forcing these quick tests on these animals that maybe they're not quite ready to actually be tested, but they are. Mm. They're not working because they're not quite ready. And so that is leading to them having to test more and more animals because instead of just being patient and when it's ready to go, they test one animal. They may be testing two, three, four, well, then or five the, animals. The only question would be, is it is it the implant itself that's killing them, or are you just killing them because they can't be used again? I, I don't know that it's even the implant. I don't know what stage they're yeah. in. Uh, they could just be testing well, neuro stuff, you know what it, I mean, electricity. Isn't it odd that they're, uh, they're, like, complaining about animal testing? Meanwhile, so many people were complaining that for the jib-jab, there was no animal testing done. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, which way do you want it, people? Do you want the animals to die or not? Well, Come I mean, uh, unfortunately, when you... It's everything in life, right? Animals are going to die. I hate there's to say a, this. There's a give and take. There's yeah. a good side and a bad side. Uh, you want to eat your garden salad, there's a good chance that there's going to be some rodents ground up. 100% chance. Yeah. Uh, you want to eat some meat, there's going to be some uh, There's going to be some livestock that's going down, baby. You know, you how, know, how, you know how many... That. Go ahead. But is, is it is it like do you want this to be tested on humans or on yeah. animals? Pick. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we we did pick with the jib jab, and look with the uproar it caused. So yeah, it's yeah. like, let's bring it back to animals now, okay? Well, I mean, what what are you going to do? Like, a lot of people just say we don't do this. That's anything that we have to test on animals, we shouldn't be doing it to us anyway. So like, that's ridiculous. Like, we have to. In order to have great advancements, we have to do some things. And, and like in something like this, where you have like a brain thing that you're trying to control muscles and stuff like you, like to your point, you're not just going to, you're not just going to put that in a person and hope it works. That's like Morbius. That, that new Marvel we, movie. We, oh, he just yeah. does it to himself, bro. And it's like, that's true. Now you turn into a bad guy. Like it's fucking <laughs> weird. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants that. that. That's true. I mean, no, but I don't know how many people would actually want, uh, Elon Musk becoming a, a super villain. No. Yeah. All of a sudden, you see him rubbing his nipples at a bar. One night, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I just think uh, when, when it comes to this, really, like, for me, it, you have to be in a situation where you see somebody who's suffering with something to really respect it. Uh, and if you don't, you just look at animals and, like, mistreatment. And I get it. I love animals, all, uh, even rats. I mean, let's be real. Like, I like animals. I don't want to see this needless death. But at the same time, like, we have to have some, we have to have some studies. And if this is going to help somebody walk again or have movement or have a life. What if we allowed uh, people on death row to volunteer as tribute? Oh, boy. That's a, I mean, why would you want to? Well, you're on death row. You're either going to die or you can contribute to society in a different way. Yeah, but see, they're going to say, like, bro, I I mean, at least I'm alive in here. Because death row, I mean, let's be real, bro. You're not really in, like, a lot of people are in death row for 30, 40 years. Okay, so what if it comes down to that point where, like, hey, let's let's head to the chamber. You have a choice now. (laughs) You either walk in the the chamber or you can become a test subject. I mean, I guess... You know, if you, I guess. their choice, or we just use rats and shit. That's true, you but people saying? are already complaining about that. So, well, those people that go live. They they really complain about yeah. using prisoners. <laughs> yeah, no shit. They, I mean, shit. I mean, what Fetterman wanted like close down prisons and shit, didn't he? Like he wanted to yeah. get everybody out. Like we shouldn't have prisons. Like no, they're definitely not cool with that. Uh, but it's, it's part of the process. <laughs> That's all it is. It's part of the process, man. Like that, that would be uh, the way, dude. So. So this is like fucked up. I'm looking up stuff right here because I, I just park, but it's like I I think they might cut off arms and stuff and put in robotic arms to see if they could control it with their mind. Like it's messed up. Uh, monkeys? What? With monkeys? Yeah, I'm looking at something from 2017. I actually don't know if this is Neuralink. Yeah, so maybe yeah, I'm overspeaking here. I don't think Neuralink has to do with like robotic arms and stuff. Maybe. Though I, I don't know, I, I think, think it's I mean, just an implant that can like send impulses and make things work again. I mean, because that's what MS is, right? Like you have, I mean, I'm not an expert on this, but 
you know, your spinal cord and you have that tissue around your nerves there and that deteriorates. I said that word's tough for me to say, but it breaks away and starts to have exposed nerves and it cuts the links off between yeah. certain parts. And again, if you could have something that could send the pulses to where it needs to go and you could literally function like, dude, there are people that would, like I said, they would kill for that. Uh, and, and I'm not opposed to it by any means. And I, I, I get where you're coming from if you are, because you have this concern that it could um, impact other parts of life and maybe. Uh, but again, if we, you know, if you just keep your eye on stuff like that, but it's going to happen either way. Like you stopping it now in 10 years, there's going to be something else. You know what I mean? Like yeah. technology is going to keep going regardless of what we think. It's going to happen. So we just need to figure out how to make sure that it's regulated to a, enough extent that, you know, it's safe and it's not going to be misused. You know what I mean? Wouldn't it be cool, though, if this actually, like, progressed into something and you could, like, get get away from all the negative connotations around this? But if you were able to get this and then you could just, like, download a bunch of, like, defense techniques and you'd never have to worry about... Dude, that movie. Remember that movie? What was that called? That was such a great movie. Yeah. Upgrade. Upgrade, bro. Upgrade. Oh, my gosh. That uh, That was so good. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh man, where they put the chip in his back, and all of a sudden he's got this voice, and it's like just beating the shit out of people. <laughs> but I mean, if you if it was used for good, there'd yeah, be but that's so, the problem. It wouldn't be. Come on, it would work be. with me here. Yeah, well, because you want to be loss prevention specialist, and I know what you're thinking, <laughs> dude. Like you want this chip so that you can like dominate Walmart's. <laughs> that's what's going on right now. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> No, what are you saying? No, I mean, just like like you said, uh, use obviously using it for uh, rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. But then, it's, what what if you could use it for people that have mental disabilities? Absolutely. What if you could use it for uh, just fixing anything? Like people have problem talking, or people that are like I think the first one he's actually uh, said in a, a live thing is they're going to use it to make people see again who have never been able to see before. Maybe I see. I feel like there's more connect. That's not just going to try to fix blindness. I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if depends that, on the scope. Yeah. I don't know what the scope of Neuralink is. Well, it's, it would be the same thing. As long as the, the, uh, the nerve endings and all the attachments and everything's there to make it work. It's just your brain's not sending a signal wow. to that part. If that thing could implement that signal that it needs, then I, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not no doctor. I feel like I'm not either, but the I, that's exactly what he said. We're going to make blind people see again. Yeah. I mean, obviously I like, I'm sure that there's many levels to like eyesight, you know, as far as the fluid in your eye and the, it can't you know. get any more than if you're blind from birth and now you can see. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. But then you got people that are saying they're going to plug this into soldiers, and now you're going to have super soldiers that have no control over their own body. Now they don't need scopes on their guns. Now they just are going. <laughs> now when you're saying, now when you say like the military would never do that, they go, well, when we link them up, they will. You know what I'm saying? And that's where people get all funky about it. And and yeah, hacking so- into your 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 brain Wi-Fi would be a bad thing. Your brain Wi-Fi, I like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the juices that it's producing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's interesting. It's uh, you listen, it's, it's gonna happen, bro. This is like if Elon showed so you anything. Like, you're like a walking hotspot, then. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, maybe. Mm. That'd be awesome. I could tap into my buddy. Come here, dude. Yeah. Let's like, tap into. Can I uh, tap into your uh, Neuralink Wi-Fi? <sighs> Save on my cellular plan, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can like watch YouTube and it automatically connects your body to it, so you do the dance moves from YouTube mm. to follow it. What's the what's like the what's the internet thing Elon has also? Starlink. Starlink. It yeah. just connects directly to Starlink. I think it actually does. Dude. Yeah, he he does. He's doing a lot of stuff, man. And one thing I will say about connectivity him all over the world is he's persistent uh, at best. Even if you hate him uh, or love him, he's persistent. So I'm sure that this is going to keep going forward. And like Tesla, I'm sure it's going to fail miserably for a long time and then maybe get better. Uh, Tesla's better than it used to be, for sure. There's no doubt about it. But regardless, interesting topics. Uh, I think it's about that time, though, yeah. guys, that we roll out of this thing here. Greg, you got to get yourself to work. Yes, sir, Bob. All right. Later, gentlemen.
Take care. Right, take Guys, we appreciate you at partofmyamerican.com. Also, Patreon. Get over there. Sign up. We've had a... Call-in show tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we've had a, a massive insurgence of people coming coming into Patreon. We appreciate it. It's mm, it's beautiful. We love to and see it. And I forgot it. to put that poll up yesterday, so I'll try to work on that. Yes. Also, guys, uh, part of my reaction is a new channel by me and Chris here. We do music reactions. Go check that out. That is on a separate page. That is doing very well. Sign up if you have not signed up. Get subscribed to it. And uh, share. We love y'all. You take care. Have a good Tuesday. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.